Welcome to Jiva Mukti Yoga with Jessica Stickler. That's me. If you're new to the podcast, um, just a few words about the podcast itself. This is a practice podcast. So what I do is once a month, I post a full length Jiva Mukti yoga practice for those who travel, for those who are far from a Jiva Mukti studio or or any yoga studio. And so because the classes are recorded live, it does give you a sense of being in the room itself. So you'll hear me make mistakes, you'll hear students laugh, you'll hear me crack a joke and not get a laugh, you know. Um, anyway, it's really meant to be... Um, very fluid and alive and, and, and real. And as such, it's, um, imperfect oftentimes. Also, uh, with regards to the fact that there are so many new listeners this last couple of months, um, due to the wonderful shout out from yoga journal, I thought it would be worth mentioning that I have been putting up these classes for like seven or eight years. So the ones towards the beginning are me as a super fresh faced, you know, only not very experienced, uh, medium experienced, um, you know, full, full of, full of my own ideas about things, which of course change over time. And my recording equipment was significantly worse back then. Um, so actually, if you're just tuning into the podcast, I'm going to ask you to go ahead and start with the more recent classes um, because in the last few years, my recording equipment has changed and been updated so the, uh, the audio quality is better. And it's more reflective of my current uh, teaching style and my current understandings of anatomy and Sanskrit and asana and, and all that stuff. Um and I say that a little bit hypocritically because I know that when I find a new podcast I love, the first thing I do is go all the way back to episode one and start listening to it from the very beginning. I mean, I've done this with every podcast I've ever <laughs> been turned on to. And so that's a lot of listening. That's a lot of podcast listening. Anyway, if you are just tuning in, um, stick to the stick to the more recent ones. I encourage you to. Some of the early ones are hard to hear. I it was me and like a, one of those microphones that you, you know, dictate your day's notes into. If you don't have a lot of experience with Jiva Mukti Yoga or with um, sort of a dynamic, vigorous vinyasa style. Um, it might be challenging to follow some of the instructions. So what I would say is go to either go to jivamuktiyogalive.com and uh, sign up for some of our live streamed classes uh, here in Jersey City or go to yogainternational.com. I think they give you the, the your first month free or something like that. And after that, there's a subscription fee. And you can look up some of my tutorials and some of my full-length classes. And 
start to get used to not only uh, the way some of the sequences fit together, but also get used to my teaching voice and sort of the way I cue things if it's unfamiliar to you. So again, those are two ways that you could get more of a visual cue. And then, you know, come come back to the podcast when you have uh, just a little bit more of, a, of an ear for those auditory cues. Also, please keep in touch. I love hearing from y'all. Um, otherwise, it kind of feels like I'm just speaking into the ether uh, on my own. So come find me. My website is yogastickler.com. All of my social handles are yogastickler. So come find me if you have a question about the podcast, question about something I said, question about some alignment or some props, something. Uh, go ahead and shoot me uh, a message and I'll uh, respond to as many of them as I can. And I love hearing where everybody's from. I've had people contact me from Tasmania and from uh, some small town in France that I can't pronounce and all these cool places. So uh, please, uh, yeah, shout out, shout me out and tell, tell me where you're from. And uh, I love hearing from you all. Okay. Without further ado, here is the class that I recorded this past weekend. In these fearful times, people are terrified of being in a post-truth world. Can anyone identify? Facts and fiction are now intertwined. Uh, That's the first line of our new focus of the month. And when I saw the new focus of the month, I, my, first, uh, my first thought was to uh, go to the Yoga Sutras. So the Yoga Sutras is uh, one, of the, one of the most often used texts on the subject of yoga, um, very old. And uh, so we are going to chant a little bit from the Yoga Sutras. It's not in the book, so we've got to kind of do like old school style call and response, okay? <laughs> Don't worry, it's only technically four words. So it's, it's a little tricky, but, it, but, it's, but it's short, okay? So let's practice the individual words first. Pratyaksha, Pratyaksha. That means direct perception. Pratyaksha. Anumana means inference, like maybe I didn't see it directly, but I could infer what happened based on the evidence that I have for it, right? Anumana inference. (laughs) Next one. Agama Agama. 
That means um, like from like from the scriptures, scriptural basis. Try that again. Agama. Last one. Pramanani. Means these are the sources of right knowledge. Try that one again. Pramanani. So, pratyaksha, direct perception, anumana, inference, and agama, scriptural testimony. Pramanani are the source of correct knowledge, right knowledge. Okay? So now we'll, we'll do call and response, and we'll start to put it together a little bit. So let's try the individual words again. Pratyaksha. Anumana. Agama. Pramanani. So when we start to put the words together, they start to, the sounds start to blend together, kind of like, um, uh, co uh, what do we call them in English? Conjun not conjunctions. Conjunctions? Like don't, can't? Okay, Con kind of like conjunctions. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, kind of like conjunctions, the sounds are going to start to blend, so don't let that throw you. That's going to, that's, you'll, you'll hear it. Don't let that throw you, though. <laughs> Pratyakshanumanagama. Try that. Pratyakshanumanagama. Amazing. Pratyakshanumanagama. Prat. Pramanani. Here's what it sounds like all together. Pratyakshanumanagama. Pramanani. You try. Pratyakshanumanagama Pramanani. Two more times, just like that. Pratyakshanumanagama Pramanani. Pratyakshanumanagama Pramanani. And then, it, uh, as my Sanskrit teacher says, one om just to, you know, erase everything that just happened. <laughs> om. <laughs> yeah, so don't, don't worry too much about what did or didn't happen there. Don't worry. Just like, just like yoga practice, it's, you know, a little at a time, you know, at first you're kind of, you know, just trying to make sounds with your mouth and then eventually you start to shape them into the syllables and then so on and so forth. 
So anyhow, this is uh, what the Yoga Sutras says about how do we, how do we know, how do we tell if we're, if we have correct knowledge, if we have right knowledge. So direct perception, I've, I've felt it, seen it, observed it, experienced it for myself, so therefore I know it's correct, yeah? Inference, I can infer it from the gathering of information that I have, but I didn't experience it directly, right? So we're starting to move a little bit further and further away from direct knowledge. And the further and further we move away from direct knowledge, it sort of starts to become a little dicey, right? So then the, the third one, Agama, uh, from scriptural sources. And I started to think about that and I was like, well, that makes me a little uncomfortable because I've also heard people misunderstand many scriptural sources and even use scriptural sources to sort of further an agenda that maybe isn't um, correct, <laughs> right? And so I started to think about how even the... Um, even the idea that scriptural sources could be a source of true knowledge is a little problematic because we have to sort of trust someone to give us that information. Like, for example, I haven't, I haven't studied Aramaic. I haven't studied the history and the context of that part of the world. So I can't tell you what the Bible actually says, right? I would have to rely on someone um, who has specialized in that area of study to actually be able to tell me what is in it. Um, which means that I have to, it's still up to me to sort of pick who, who I trust to relay that information to me, right? So there's already a, there's already a, a, a chink in the armor, right? <laughs> and, then I, and then I even thought, well, what if we were to replace scriptural sources with like scientific research. Well, even there we have a little bit of a dilemma because, you know, for people like, I mean, in, unless there are doctors in the room, for people like me, I don't necessarily have the time and the knowledge to read a bunch of scientific research and interpret the meaning of that of that research in, in a significant way. So I also rely on doctors and scientists to help me interpret that information. And you see, I think this is where the, I think this is where the fissure sort of starts, is that, is that we're already sort of relying on experts or outside opinions to help us interpret very specific information. And, and the question becomes, well then, which, which, source do you, which source do you rely on, right? And now, with social media and everything like that, it's like things can proliferate to such an extent that, you know, one article comes out about, you know, the danger of eating apples or something. And, uh, and even if that study is incorrect or even if that person's medical license has been revoked, um, that particular study uh, gets 
shared and recreated and referenced in other studies and, and so on and so forth. And so we end up with this you know, like entire body of information that is, you know, that, that uh, stands in opposition to, uh, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm, try, I'm trying very hard not to take sides. <laughs> I'm very, trying very, very, very hard. But in other words, it is, it is kind of alarming how, how easy it is to be susceptible to information that is not um, from a quality source, right? And, and the question becomes then, like, what do we do about it? How can we, for ourselves, be certain that we are getting the right information and that we are getting the right knowledge, right? And the, so far, so far, all I've been able to come up with, keep in mind, it's February 2nd, so, you know, we have a little while to think about this. <laughs> but, uh, but so far what I've been able to come up with is that perhaps the practices of yoga are priming us for, for being able to face this exact problem. Like meditation and asana and many of the other practices are really in some ways getting us used to uh, facing discomfort, facing fear, facing our own ego trip, facing this, that, and the other thing. And maybe it's even, maybe even just that first thing I mentioned, maybe even being able to be comfortable when faced with a little bit of discomfort is the key. Like, we all know that when we're confronted with new information, we don't approach that new information objectively, right? That's pretty common knowledge. We don't come to new, new statistics and new information like with a perfectly objective, judicious mindset. We come to it with our own beliefs and values already arming the gates, right? And because we confront it with our firmly held beliefs and values, we're likely to reject any new information that contradicts those beliefs, firmly held beliefs and values. So the, disc, the ability to be uncomfortable comes into play because when we're confronted with information that may conflict with our most deeply held beliefs and values, to be able to to sit with that discomfort long enough to investigate the value of that information, and then to further sit with that discomfort of wondering how does this, how does this modify, how does this square with my beliefs, and then to further sit with the bit of discomfort of even reflecting on does this change my core value? Does this, do, does my core value actually need reinvestigating on the basis of this new information that's coming in? And the ability to sit with that kind of discomfort, I think, um, is supported by a yoga practice and is necessary for being able to, to swim through this, like, ocean of, of, like, information, you know, onslaught, right? Does that make sense? Sort of? Okay. Okay. Anyway, that's, uh, that's a thought I have. So uh, with that being said, let's get uncomfortable. No. <laughs> Come into downward facing dog. 
<laughs> but even the, even the willingness, you see the value of even having the willingness to investigate your own beliefs and values, even that I think puts, puts us ahead of, of just being super dogmatic and super deeply entrenched in, in the beliefs and values that we hold near and dear. And almost the, the ability to sort of be more uh, flexible or more um, movable or, or, le or less, yeah, like less dogmatic, holding onto our beliefs with less sort of rigidity. Come forward into a plank pose, bring the shoulders over the wrists, and then lower the knees, the chest, and the chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. Tuck the toes under, move the seat all the way back to the feet, and then extend the legs downward facing dog. Inhale, come forward into a plank pose. Exhale, lower halfway down, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Walk the feet forward towards the hands and fold forward over the legs. And then there's, you know, there's also an emphasis um, for the yogi on, on practicing truthfulness, not only in our relationships with others, but also in relationship to ourselves. And the yoga practice is a great example of that. Like we, we sort of practice, uh, you know, the teacher says, you know, ha, ha, straighten your arms. And then we go, okay, is my arm actually straight or do I just think it's straight and I'm not actually doing it? And so even the practice of, of, uh, per, of refining the asanas, it can be this sort of profound act of, of truthfulness in our intentions and our actions. Separate the feet about mat with distance apart or so. Bend the knees and come into a deep squatting position, hands together at the center of the chest. Even though we're squatting down, sit up a little taller in the crown of the head. Good, bring the hands down to the floor, raise the hips up and fold forward over the legs. Heel toe the feet all the way together. Bring the hands onto the waist, and then with an inhale, stand all the way up. Good, take a step forward, stand towards the front of the mat. Join the legs together, arms alongside the body. With an inhale, reach the arms up, arch back. Whoops, hook thumbs, reach up, arch back. Exhale, bend the knees, swing the arms behind the back, lace the hands together, extend the legs. It's my first day. No, just kidding. Inhale, hands to the floor. Step the right foot back to lunge, look forward. Exhale, step all the way back, downward facing dog. Inhale, come forward into a plank pose. Exhale, lower chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, forward to plank pose. Exhale, lower knees, chest, chin to the floor. 
Inhale, slide forward into cobra. Exhale, tuck the toes, seat all the way back to the feet, then extend the legs, downward dog. Inhale, right foot forward between the hands. Exhale, left foot follows the right foot, fold forward. Inhale, bend knees, hook thumbs, reach up, arch back, straighten the legs. Exhale, bend knees, swing arms behind, lace the hands together and fold. Inhale, hands to the floor, left foot lunge. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, forward into a plank pose. Exhale, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, forward to a plank pose. Exhale, lower the knees, the chest, and the chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. Exhale, tuck the toes, sit back towards the feet, and then extend the legs. Inhale, left foot between the hands. Exhale, right foot follows. Inhale, bend knees, hook thumbs, reach up, arch back, straighten the legs. Exhale, stand upright and release the arms. Inhale, hook thumbs, reach up, arch back. Exhale, bend knees, swing arms behind, lace the hands together. Inhale, hands to the floor, right foot lunge, look forward. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, forward to plank pose, exhale, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing. Exhale, downward facing. Inhale, forward to a plank pose. Exhale, lower knees, chest, chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. Exhale, tuck the toes, sit back towards the feet, then extend. Inhale, right foot lunge. Exhale, left foot follows. Inhale, bend knees, hook thumbs, reach up. Arch back, straighten the legs. Exhale, bend knees, arms behind, lace the hands together and fold. Inhale, hands to the floor, left foot lunge. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, come forward into a plank pose. Exhale, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, forward to plank pose. Exhale, knees, chest, chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. Exhale, tuck the toes, sit back towards the feet, then extend the legs. Inhale, left foot lunge. Exhale, right foot follows. Inhale, bend knees, hook thumbs, reach up, arch back, straighten the legs. Exhale, stand up, arms alongside the body. Inhale, bend the knees as you reach the arms overhead, Utkatasana. Exhale, hands to the earth, fold forward. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, hop or walk back to Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing. Exhale, downward facing. Inhale, step right foot forward, turn back, heel down, lift up, warrior one. Exhale, hands to the floor, step back and lower Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, step the left foot forward, reach up, Virabhadrasana one. Exhale, hands to the floor, step back, Chaturanga. Inhale, Urdhva Mukha Svanasana. Exhale, Adho Mukha Svanasana. Inhale, right foot forward, warrior one, reach up. Exhale, hands to the earth, step back and lower. Inhale, upward dog. Exhale, downward dog. Inhale, left foot steps forward, Virabhadrasana one. Exhale, hands to the floor, Chaturanga. Inhale, Urdhva Mukha. 
Exhale, Adho Mukha. Breathe in. Breathe out, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, five, bend knees. Inhale, hopper, step feet to hands. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, bend the knees, reach the arms up, Utkatasana. Exhale, stand up, Tadasana. Bring the hands to the waist. Step or hop your feet about three or four inches apart, so narrower than your outer hips. Inhale, lift the chest, arch back. Exhale, bend forward over both legs. Grab hold of the big toes with the peace sign fingers of the hands. Inhale, look forward. Exhale, fold forward. Draw the crown of the head towards the space between the feet. One, inhale. Exhale, two. No tension in the back of the neck. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. See if you can straighten the knees just a little more than you thought you could. Exhale, five. Inhale, lift head and chest. Slide the palms of the hands underneath the soles of the feet. And exhale, fold forward. Top of the head reaches towards the earth. One. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Breathe in. Breathe out, four, inhale, exhale, five, inhale, look forward, exhale, hands on your waist, inhale, lift all the way upright to a standing position, exhale, feet and legs together, arms alongside the body, inhale, bend the knees, reach the arms up, Utkatasana, squeeze the knees together, exhale, hands to the floor, fold forward, inhale, halfway lift, Exhale, hop or walk back, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing. Exhale, downward facing. Inhale, step the right foot forward. Turn the back heel down. Lift up, warrior one. This time, exhale, open hips and arms to the side, warrior two. Inhale, straighten the right leg. Exhale, reach to the right for triangle pose. Right hand down, left arm up. Inhale. Exhale, one. Inhale, exhale, two, inhale, exhale, three, inhale, exhale, four, inhale, exhale, inhale, lift all the way upright to a standing position, exhale, bend the right knee, warrior two, inhale, exhale, one, inhale. Exhale, two. Hover the right knee all the way over the right ankle for three. Right shin straight up and down to the floor. Exhale, four. Keep breathing. Inhale. Exhale, five. Inhale, straighten the right leg. Exhale, bend the right knee. Place the right hand down outside of the right foot and reach the left arm all the way over the left ear for extended side angle. Breathe in. Breathe out, one. Press your right leg against your right arm. Breathe out, two. Have the palm of the hand more facing the floor than to the side. Three. And then even turn the pinky side of your hand more down. Yes. Five. Inhale, both hands to the floor. With an exhale, just step back to downward facing dog. Inhale, step the left foot forward. Virabhadrasana, one. Warrior, one. 
Exhale, open hips and arms to the side. Inhale, straighten left knee. With both legs straight, exhale, reach to the left, triangle pose. Inhale, exhale, one. Inhale, go for one straight line with the arms for two. Inhale, exhale, three. Inhale, exhale, four. Inhale, and exhale. Inhale, lift all the way up to standing. Exhale, bend the left knee. Virabhadrasana, two. Inhale, exhale, one. Inhale, exhale, two. Bend more. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Keep pushing that knee as if you wanted to. Yeah. Exhale, five. Inhale, straighten right leg. Exhale, bend right knee. Place right hand outside of right foot, either to the floor or to a block. Left, uh, right arm reaches all the way overhead. Exhale, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Yoink. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, five. Inhale, hands to the floor. Exhale to downward facing dog only for now. Inhale, step the right foot between the hands. Exhale, lower the left knee to the floor. Inhale, reach the arms up, trunk upright. Get ready to twist. Exhale, twist to the right side. Hands in prayer. Hook your left upper arm outside of your right knee. Then, before you lift the back knee, bend the front knee a little bit more. So the front knee is hovering a little bit past the right ankle. Then tuck the left toes under and lift the left knee away from the floor. Because when we tend, tend to be when we extend the back leg, we let the front knee travel back a little bit. So this way the shin hopefully stayed vertical to the floor. Three. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, five. Inhale, place both hands onto the floor. Take a small step closer with the back foot and straighten both legs. Inhale, halfway lift. Look forward. Try to parallel the creases of the hips towards the front edge of your yoga mat. And then exhale, fold forward. Good. That's it. Breathe in. Breathe out. One. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Deep, even breathing. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, five. Inhale, halfway lift. Look forward. With an exhale, take the left hand and place it on the opposite side of the right foot, all the way to the other side, crossing over. Inhale, reach the right arm up for rotated triangle pose. Exhale, one. Inhale, try to straighten both legs. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, five. Inhale, bend right knee. Place hands to floor. Exhale, step back, downward facing dog. Inhale, step left foot between the hands. Exhale, right knee touches down. Inhale, sweep the arms up. Get ready to twist. Exhale, hands to prayer. Twist to the left side. Hook the right upper arm outside of the left knee. Before you extend the back leg, bend the left knee a little bit more. Even let the left knee go a little bit past the ankle. Then as you extend the back leg, then the left knee ends up kind of in the right place. Good. Exhale. Inhale. 
Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. And exhale. Inhale, both hands to the floor. Take a small step closer with the back foot. Exhale, start to straighten both knees. Inhale, head up, chest lifts. Exhale, fold towards the left leg. Breathe in. And breathe out, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, right hand to the other side of the left foot. Cross it over. Reach left arm up. Pavrita Trikonasana, rotated triangle. Exhale, one. Good. Straighten and strengthen that back leg, two. Yes. Exhale, three. Inhale. Whoop. I got you. Exhale, four. Inhale. <laughs> Exhale, five. Inhale, both hands to the floor. Exhale, downward facing dog. Bend the knees and look forward. Hopper, step the feet between the hands. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, bend the knees, reach the arms up. Utkatasana. Exhale, stand up, release the arms. Everyone turn to face the right-hand side and step the feet wide apart. Take a wide straddle stance. Bring the hands onto the waist. Turn the right leg out to the right. And then turn the left foot in at a little bit of an angle. With an inhale, bring the arms up to shoulder height. Exhale, bend the right knee. Place right hand on the instep side of the right foot. Left arm reaches straight up for extended side angle. One. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, five. Inhale, stand all the way upright. Straighten both legs. Exhale, be uh, uh, what is it called? Hands on your waist. <laughs> Switch your feet. Left foot turns out, right foot turns in. Inhale, bring the arms up to shoulder height. Exhale, bend left knee. Place left hand inside of left foot. Right arm reaches straight up. Exhale, one. Inhale, go for one straight line with the arms. Exhale, two. Inhale, bend a little bit more and press the hand down. That's it, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, five. Inhale, stand upright. Straighten both legs. Exhale, hands on the waist. Uh, switch the feet. Right foot turns out. Left foot turns in a bit. Inhale, bring the arms to shoulder height. Exhale, bend right knee. Place right hand inside of right foot. Left arm reaches up. This time, uh, everyone can take the left arm around behind the back. Now, you can either stay like that with the right hand on the floor there, or you can reach the right arm underneath the right leg and take a bind. So either clasping the fingers together or the right hand encircling the left wrist, or you can use a towel or a belt or however you get there. Yeah, good. Three. Four. Peel the left shoulder up and back. Five. Good. Keeping whatever sort of bind you have, slowly move towards extending the right leg. But I don't care if it fully straightens today or not. Just know that you're moving in that direction. Prioritize breathing over 
achieving some sort of external shape with the body. Inhale, bend right knee. Exhale, right hand down, left arm up. Inhale, lift all the way upright to a standing position. Exhale, hands on the waist, switch the feet. Inhale, reach the arms up to shoulder height. Exhale, bend left knee. Start with the left hand inside of the left foot. Right arm reaches straight up. And now everyone can take the right arm behind the back. Up to you. You can stay like this in a half bind or reach the left arm underneath the left leg for a bind. Exhale, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Yeah, that's it. All right. Exhale, three. Peel the right shoulder up and back. Four. Inhale. Exhale. Now slowly start to extend the left leg. Breathing. Two. Good. Three. Four. Five, inhale, bend left knee. Exhale, place left hand down, reach right arm up. Inhale, lift all the way up to a standing position. Straighten both legs. Exhale, hands on the waist. Pivot the feet parallel to one another. Even turn the toes a bit inwards, heels outwards, so that you, you've got a bit, uh, you're a bit turned in on the feet. Inhale, lift up the chest, arch back. Exhale, fold forward over both legs. Uh, press the hands into the floor between the feet. Inhale a breath as you look forward. Press your hands against the floor, straighten the arms. Exhale, fold forward, top of the head reaching down towards the earth. Inhale. Exhale, good. Straighten the legs, even if the hands need to be on blocks or something like that. Yeah, two, inhale. Exhale, three, inhale. Exhale, four, inhale. Exhale, good. Inhale, lift head and chest. Exhale, hands on your waist. Inhale, stand all the way upright. Exhale, feet and legs together. Arms alongside the body. Turn to face the front side of the room again and walk forward so you're standing towards the front of the mat. Legs together, feet together. Bend the left knee into the chest. Open the left knee out to the side. Left sole of the foot presses against the right inner leg. Hands in a prayer position at the center of the chest. With an inhale, reach the arms up overhead. And then exhale, start to bend to the left side. Left hand can reach down and touch the left leg. Inhale. Exhale, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale, exhale, let the hips, let the right hip go to the right so that you can bend deeper. Yeah, that's it. Inhale, reach the arms up. Exhale, hands to heart center. Inhale, point the left knee forward and grab hold of the front of the left shin with both hands. Keep a hold of your leg. As you exhale, bend your standing knee, your right knee. Tip forward and bring the knees almost all the way together, but even though your right hand is kind of in the way. Inhale, lift all the way upright to a standing position. Exhale, bend both knees, tip forward. Look forward instead of down at the floor. Good. Inhale, stand all the way up. Last one on this side. Exhale, bend. Inhale, extend, lift up. Ooh. Exhale, release. Feet together. 
So one thing about the bending tree variation when we do to the other side, so if, you know, one strategy for stabilizing for, uh, is to just sort of firm everything up and keep everything nice and still. But when we bend, that means I can only, I can only really bend the upper part here. If I, if I let a little bit looser in the hips and I let the hips swing over to the side, it actually gives me more room to bend. So sometimes stability comes from firming up, but sometimes stability comes from softening a bit, right? Whoop, hello. <laughs> okay, so let's, uh, let's go to the other side. Bend the right knee into the chest. What an idea. <laughs> Open the right knee to the side. Press right foot against left inner leg. Hands together. Inhale, reach the arms long overhead. Exhale, start to bend to the right side. Let the right hand touch the right leg. And then see if you can let the left hip swing a little bit further out to the side. Exhale, breathe in. Breathe out, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four, breathe in, breathe out, five, inhale, lift all the way up, exhale, hands towards heart center, inhale, point the right knee forward, grab hold of the right leg with both hands, keep a hold of your leg, exhale, bend the standing knee, the left knee, bring the knees as close to together as they can go, given that your hand is in the way there, inhale, lift all the way upright, exhale, bend the standing knee, tip forward. Inhale, extend, stand all the way up. Exhale, bend. <laughs> Inhale, extend, lift all the way up. Give your right knee an extra little squeeze. Exhale, release, feet together. I know. The exact muscles that are being strengthened are those stabilizers. Okay. Uh, bend the left knee into the chest. This time you're going to lace your hands underneath the left upper leg. Lift the chest. Yeah. Oh, come on. You got to have some love for the classics here. <laughs> Exhale, flex the left foot, extend the left leg forward. Inhale, point the foot and bend the knee. Exhale, flex, extend. Inhale, point and bend. Exhale, flex, extend. Leave your leg extended, point your toes, and reach your arms up. Exhale, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. That's it. Inhale. Exhale, three. With an inhale, bring the arms alongside the body. Bend the left knee. With an exhale, bend both knees. And just like we practiced in that previous sequence, bring the knees together first. Gazes forward. Keeping the knees bent and together, just stretch the arms back. And then as you exhale, extend both legs for warrior three. Virabhadrasana, three. Two. Good. Three, whoop, four, five. With an inhale, place the left hand to the floor under the left shoulder. Reach the right arm up. Rotate at half moon. Exhale, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale, both hands to the floor. Lift the head and the chest. Lift the left leg even higher. Exhale, standing splits. Forehead towards right leg. One. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. 
Exhale, three. Inhale, lift head and chest. Look forward. Exhale, bend both knees. Tuck the left knee behind the right foot, but don't sit down yet. Inhale, extend both legs. Reach up. Exhale, bend both knees. Spiral part way down. Inhale, extend both legs, lift and reach. Exhale, bend both knees. Come all the way down to sit, setting up for seated spinal twist. Good, turn to face the front of the room. Right leg is on top, right sole of the foot pressing down into the floor. Reach the left arm up, and as you exhale, twist to the right side. Good, continuous breathing, even when you can't hear me counting out loud. Two, good, this is good. Three, sit even a little bit more forward. For four, five. Inhale, turn to face forward. Exhale, counter twist. Inhale, turn to face forward. And then we're going to set up for ankle to knee. I'll give two variations uh, for today. There are more, but only two for today. Either the right leg stacks on top of the left leg, like so, or you're going to cross the right leg in front of the left with the shins crossed, ankles underneath. Good. And then exhale, fold forward. One. Good. Flex both feet. Two. Exactly. Three. Four. Five. Inhale, lift all the way upright to a seated position. Set the feet on the floor in front of you. Reach the arms forward. It helps if you kind of lean back in order to lean forward and stand up. Oops, let me try that again. Lean forward and stand up. <laughs> Good. Wait till you see what we're doing next. You'll wish we were still doing this. Okay, <laughs> feet and legs together. Right knee into the chest. Clasp, clasp the hands underneath the right leg. Exhale, flex the right foot, extend the right leg forward. Inhale, point the foot and bend the knee. Exhale, flex and extend. Inhale, point and bend. Exhale, flex and extend. Keep the leg extended, point the toes, reach the arms up. Exhale, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale, arms alongside the body, bend the right knee. Exhale, bend both knees and bring the knees together as you tip forward. Keep the knees together, reach the arms towards the back of the room first, and then with an inhale, extend both legs. Virabhadrasana, three. Exhale, one. Inhale. Two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, five. Inhale, right hand to the floor or to a block. Left arm reaches up. Pavrita Ardha Chandrasana. Exhale, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Ah. Inhale. Both hands to the floor. Exhale, fold forward, standing splits. Right leg lifts high. Inhale. Exhale, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale, lift head and chest. Look forward. Exhale, bend both knees. Tuck the right knee behind the left foot, but don't sit down. Inhale, extend both legs. Reach up. Exhale, bend both knees. Spiral partway down. Inhale, extend both legs. Reach up. 
Exhale, bend both knees, spiral all the way to the floor and sit on the floor. Left leg is on top, left sole of the foot pressing down into the floor. Inhale, reach right arm up. Exhale, twist to the left side. Ardha Matsyandrasana, inhale. Exhale, one, good, inhale. Exhale, two, inhale. Exhale, three, inhale. Exhale, four, breathe in. And breathe out, five, turn to face forward, and exhale, counter twist. Good, turn to face forward, stack up the legs for ankle to knee pose, or you can cross the left shin in front of the right shin. Exhale, fold forward, one, two, three, Good. Inhale, lift upright to a seated position. Place both feet on the floor in front of you. Reach the arms forward. It helps if you kind of lean back in order to lean forward. Press your feet down hard into the floor and stand up. Good. Step forward. Feet and legs together. Inhale, reach the arms up overhead. Palms press. Exhale, fold forward over both legs. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, hop or walk back to Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing. Exhale, downward facing. Bring the knees to the floor. Find your two blocks. Place your two blocks on the tallest setting in front, uh, towards the front of your mat. And the, the blocks, they need to be shoulder width distance apart. If, if they're too narrow or too wide, this next thing won't work very well. Then you're gonna have your hands behind the blocks with the fingertips just barely touching the back edge of the block. Look down and see that the shoulders are over the wrist, so the arms should appear straight up and down to the floor. If that's not happening, make an adjustment. Then stretch the legs back into a plank pose, measuring out your plank pose. Look forward. Mm. Are your arms still straight up and down to the floor? If not, make an adjustment. So move your shoulders back a little bit. That's it. Now lower the knees to the floor and then don't move the knees. The knees are in the right place already, even though it feels like they're so far back there in space. Now carry the chest forward and touch your shoulders onto your two blocks and let them catch. Squeeze your elbows in towards the sides of your body more. Look forward instead of down. Then, using the strength of your hands, push back up to hands and knees position. Again, move the chest forward and catch your upper arm bones on your blocks. Look forward instead of down. Good. Again, lift back up to hands and knees position. And then touch the upper arm bones onto the blocks. Now, pause there. Let the blocks hold some of the weight of your upper arms. And then tuck your toes under and lift your knees up. See that the butt isn't sticking up towards the ceiling though. Try to drag your tailbone back towards the space between your heels. Knees up, knees up, chaturanga. Exhale one, squeeze your elbows in. Exhale two, inhale. Exhale three, knees down, rest. Woo! So, 
that whole thing, thing about truthfulness in our actions, <laughs> truthfulness in our body, is, what's, is what we think happening actually what's happening in our bodies, right? That's the whole project. Was anyone surprised by that chaturanga? Was anyone surprised about how far forward the chest has to come? No? Just completely, you're like, no, we already know, thanks. Thanks anyway, <laughs> thanks for your time, <laughs> but no. Okay, so I find what's really interesting is, is how far forward you travel in order to get the shoulders to the blocks, yeah? So uh, here's another, we're gonna do that again, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> this time I wanna bring your attention to one aspect of the sequence that, uh, that we'll sort of shift our attention to for the next round. So I find one of the things that happens is when we go to the bend the elbows, the elbows can bend any number of ways. They can bend back, they can bend to the side, they can bend all around in circles. No, that doesn't usually happen, but instead of just letting the elbows bend any way they want, this time you're gonna keep your attention on your forearms. And we're gonna play a game where you're trying to keep your forearm completely vertical to the floor even as you move your chest over your blocks. So watch as I just freeze my forearm bones in space and bring my chest forward. Yes? Does that make sense? Sort of? Kind of? Good morning. Okay. So hands behind the blocks, fingertips just barely touching up against the back edge of the block. See that the arms are straight up and down to the floor, and then measure out the plank pose. So stretch both legs back. Good, see that the arms are still straight up and down to the floor, and if not, make an adjustment. Touch the knees to the floor. Concentrate on keeping your forearms absolutely frozen in space. You're going to bring your chest forward over your blocks as you bend the elbows. Ah, good. And then lift back up to hands and knees. And then bring the chest forward over the blocks. Catch the shoulders onto the blocks. And then lift back up to hands and knees. Uh, beyond the knees for now. Trust me, there's more to come, so you're not going to want to wear yourself out. Bring the chest forward, forward, forward over the blocks, and then lift the knees up, look forward. Exhale, one, inhale, exhale, two, inhale, exhale, three. We're gonna have to work on the thoracic a little bit. Exhale, knees down and rest for a moment. Okay, so look, I will say, even if the perfect chaturanga isn't coming together today, what we're, at least, what we're at least working on is sort of setting in like a muscle memory for it so that when you practice for, you know, the next week or for a few weeks, even if your chaturangas aren't quite there yet, you'll start to feel like, oh wait, I think I'm supposed to be a little more forward or I think I'm, oh, I think I was sticking my butt or I need to open my chest more. So that at least you're moving in a direction, right? Even if it isn't, doesn't feel like it's all coming together today. Does that make sense? Okay, good. Put the blocks to the side, but, but now, or throw them, whatever. <laughs> Stupid blocks, get away from me, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but even though we've placed the blocks off to the sides, I want you in your mind's eye to put two invisible blocks at the front of the mat. 
And when we do this sequence again, you're welcome, I want you to, uh, I want you to imagine you're still lowering the shoulders only to the height of those two imaginary blocks and no lower. So there's no need, in fact, your max chaturanga is right where those blocks were catching you before. Don't go lower. Lower isn't always better. <laughs> I know in our culture we tend to think if something is good then more of it must be better. But not in the case of chaturanga or vitamin D. So, <laughs> so, so only go to the height of where the blocks were catching you before, understand? Okay, now, hands and knees. Imagine those blocks are in front of your fingertips. Measure out your plank pose. Same sequence again. Listen carefully. You're going to set your knees to the floor. Lower the chest forward onto the two imaginary blocks. Squeeze the elbows in more. Yes, better. Lift back up to hands and knees. Again, bring your chest forward over those imaginary blocks. Lift back up to hands and knees. Bring the chest forward over the imaginary blocks. Now lift your knees up. Chaturanga, don't stick your butt up. Don't stick your butt up. Ah! And then pull forward into upward facing dog. Woo-wee. Exhale, go back downward facing dog. It's time for a pop quiz. <laughs> time to show off your chaturanga. Come forward into a plank pose. Ready? Show me what you got. Lower chaturanga. <sighs> Upward facing dog. <gasps> Downward facing dog. Woo! Come forward into plank. Lower all the way to the floor. So sometimes Sometimes it helps to think through things backwards, from the opposite direction. Usually we think about chaturanga as being a down movement. <laughs> but <laughs> what happens if you place your hands either side of your chest? Now, listen carefully. See, do you feel how your, uh, how your shoulders are kind of pointing down towards the floor? Lift the round part of the shoulders up and back. That's it. And even lift the whole upper arm bone up, almost as if you want to get the upper arm bone parallel to the floor. Do you feel how much energy in the back body you're using now? Sometimes we only think about the front body in Chaturanga, but the back body is working too. Now, tuck the toes under. Walk your right foot one inch closer so that your right leg extends and lifts away from the floor. Walk your left foot one inch closer. Toes are on the floor, but your legs are lifting off the floor. Legs are super strong here. Keep the upper arm bones parallel to the floor. In fact, the upper arm bones are just marking where you're going to lift up to. And then go ahead, lift up, chaturanga. Whoops. <laughs> Okay, release down. <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, we're not lifting all the way up to plank with straight arms. <laughs> we're just trying to lift up to chaturanga. So rest for a moment, prop up on your elbows, and have a look. So item one. Item one is that I'm lifting my upper arm bones so that I'm attempting to get them as parallel to the floor as I possibly can, right? And, feel, and feeling how active the back is in the pose. You know, I think part of the issue, not the issue, but I think part of our thing is that whenever we have to push something strongly, 
like if I had to push a big heavy door, I do it with my front muscles, right? And then this starts to cave in. But we rarely think of pushing and keeping the chest open and using the back muscles. That, that's one way to think about chaturanga. So piece one is getting the arm bones as parallel to the floor as possible. Then watch how I walk my right toes in a bit. So I'm lifting my right leg off the floor and making it super firm. Then I walk my left toes in a bit, making it super firm. Now, when I lift up, I have to engage my abdomen. So I'm lifting the belly button in and up, and then I'm just lifting up to chaturanga, not all the way to plank pose, and then release down, yeah? Try it one more time. Hands to the floor. Lift the upper arm bones as parallel to the floor as you can make them. Feel the upper back participating. Tuck the toes under. Walk, the, walk your hands back a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Even more. Oh, yeah. Walk the right foot in a little bit closer. Make your right leg strong and firm. Walk the left foot in a little bit closer. Make your left leg strong and firm. Now, navel in and up. So use your abdomen and then lift up to chaturanga. Yeah, good. Much better. And then lower down. Whew. All right, that's it for today. <laughs> Go home. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> back bends. Bring the arms behind the back and interlock the fingers together. Lift the arms up, lift the head, lift the chest up. Whew. Good. Exhale, slowly release on down. Reach the arms out to the right and left side of you. Keep the right arm reaching out to the right side. Place the left hand on the floor next to your chest. And then start to roll towards your right side. Roll to the right so that the chest starts to turn to the left. Yeah, and you can go as far as you, as you want to feel the stretch. It can be as intense or not intense as you want to make it for today. It's just nice to do after all that chaturanga work. And then come back to the center. And then reach the left arm out, right hand uh, next to your chest, and roll to the left side. Good. Turn to the center. Arms alongside the body. Bend the knees. Reach back, catch hold of the ankles. And then inhale, lift on up. Head, chest, knees, Dhanurasana. Good. Exhale, slowly release down. Bend the knees, reach back, catch hold of the ankles. Inhale, lift on up, head, chest, knees. One, two, three, four. Exhale, releasing on down. Good. Roll all the way over onto the back. 
set the feet onto the floor, lift the hips up and lace the hands behind the back into one fist, stretch the arms along the floor, one, Good. Separate the hands, release the back down to the floor. Now, of course, you can continue with half wheel. Otherwise, we're moving into three wheels, five breaths each. Place the hands and feet in position. Inhale, lift on up. One. Good, chin to the chest, slowly release down. Keep the feet on the floor for now. Second time, place hands and feet. Inhaling, lift on up. <laughs> chin to the chest, slowly release down. Third time's a charm. Place the hands, place the feet. Inhale, lift up. You think that's hard? I've demonstrated that like eight times this week. Well, I've oh, demonstrated that. this stuff. <laughs> that whole sequence. <laughs> Chin to the chest, slowly release down. I'm like, my pecs are really feeling it. <laughs> Bend the knees into the chest. <laughs> Bring the knees over to the left side of the body as you look to the right side. Arms out into a T shape. Bring the knees into the chest and then go the other way. Bring the knees up into the chest and then come on up to a seated position. Sit up and straighten the legs forward out in front of you. Fold forward, Paschimottanasana.
Good. Lift all the way upright to a seated position. Bend both knees into the chest. Open the knees out to the sides, soles of the feet together, and fold forward. Baddha Konasana. Lift all the way upright to a seated position. Keep the shape of the legs the same, but lay down on the back. So you can stay here in Supta Baddha Konasana. Otherwise, we're going to be taking headstand and shoulder stand. So, if you're taking headstand, go ahead and roll over and come into a child's pose. Clasp the hands together into one fist. I'm a little surprised. I thought everyone's arms would be tired by now. <laughs> Head to the floor behind the hands. Lift the knees up. Uh, walk the feet forward towards the hands. And then uh, you can keep both feet on the floor or bend one knee into the chest while the other uh, foot re remains on the floor. Sybil. <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> That's not like you. Okay. So you can bend one knee into the chest at a time or both knees and lift up into your headstand. starting almost towards the hairline first. And then, because as you lift the knees up, your head's gonna roll a little bit. So, yeah, closer to the hairline. That's it, exactly. Good. Well, see, you're rolling, you're still rolling back quite a bit. Start again. Elbows a little narrower. And try to start more up here. Yeah, now lift knees. Ah, I like that so much better. Now just hug one knee in. Strong, breathe. Feel the toes getting lighter, lighter. <laughs> That's it. Switch your legs. Do the other leg. Slowly start to come down and rest, child's pose.
And then setting up four shoulder stands, Sarvangasana. Start to reach the feet more up, and they're going to start to come more this way. I know. It's going to get harder for a little while before it gets easier. <clears throat> Have your thumbs in with the rest of the fingers. That can stress out the thumb tendons a little bit. If you're in shoulder stand, make your way to plow pose. And then start to roll out of it. Fish pose, Matsyasana, crown of the head to the floor.
chin to the chest and release down, setting up for Shavasana.
Slowly begin to deepen the breath. Bring some gentle movement into the body. Reach the arms long overhead in one direction and reach the feet in the other direction, giving yourself a nice big stretch and relax. And then bend the knees into the chest and rolling towards the right hand side. Come on up to a seated position, sit up and prepare for meditation practice. So it's helpful to sit up on something so that your seat is a little higher than the level of the floor. Sometimes in the Jiva Mukti tradition, we use a, a mantra for meditation, focusing on that mantra. But um, for today's practice, um, I, I thought we would try more of a mindfulness approach. So mindfulness meaning that um, there's an awareness of the breath and an awareness of the body an awareness of any emotions that might be coming up, any mental state that might be arising, and not trying to push away that strong feeling or that mental state or the, you know, falling asleep of your big toe, but instead being really honest and present about the fact that that experience is happening, right? And sort of holding, um, not holding on to, but just holding the experience and being with it rather than like ignoring it, pushing it away, pretending you're somewhere else, pretending it's not happening, stuff like that. So make any last adjustments to your seat. And then, uh, and then be still. You could start by almost taking sort of an internal picture of your seated, your position in space. Like from inside your body, can you imagine the sort of outline of your body in your meditation seat? And then start to notice the movement of the breath. Don't change the breath or manipulate the breath. But again, just feeling the breath move in the body. You could even feel the particular qualities or sensations of the breath. If at some point some strong physical sensation arises, um, notice it, 
observe it. If it's, for example, something that you usually label as pain, um, see if you can see if you can feel and be more specific. Like, what's what does it feel like? Is it throbbing? Is it hot? Is it cold? Is it electric, stabby? but just kind of get more specific about your observation of the experience. And if at some point some emotional content comes up, uh, again, don't rush to push it away or pretend it's not there, but with a, a sense of sort of self-inquiry, investigate it, you know, boredom, fear, anger. What does boredom actually feel like in the body? Is there a place that you feel the sensation of boredom? What are the qualities of it? Is it warm, cold, tingling? Or is it just hunger? <laughs> and if nothing in particular is coming up for you, then just stay with the breath. No need to create problems where there are none. You can drop into that kind of meditation practice any any time, you know. It can actually be pretty helpful, like if if you're, you know, feeling like you're sort of in conflict or, or, or something's going on. It can be helpful to just, you know, even go excuse yourself to the bathroom for a second and uh, and like check in with the content of the feelings before responding. <laughs> right? Excuse me. <laughs> You know, um, or or even things like, you know, I joked about, uh, I made a little joke about boredom and, and hunger, but how many times do I go try to find a snack just because I am bored, right? So to actually be able to sit with boredom for a second and think like, 
wow, well, like, what's the real feeling underneath this? Or what does it feel like? Or is it really boredom? Or is, you know, it, it's interesting. It can be an interesting practice all throughout the day. <laughs> all right. Thanks, everybody. Let's stay. If anyone has questions, let me know. Otherwise, see you next time. <laughs>